clothing, what kind of effect it has on our body, and what kind of effect it has on environment. To be aware of that is not necessarily spirituality. This any intelligent human being can do. Listening to the Sustainability Issue, a podcast about sustainable fashion and mindfulness. It is about calling out the worst practices of the fashion industry, the things that have led to the devastating impact fashion has on the natural environment and the human lives involved in the process. It is also about the people within the industry who are driving the change for the better. And finally, it is about you about reconnecting to our nature as human beings and realizing the big impact our everyday actions have on the world around us. I'm Desi Gurgieva. I'm so happy that you're here and let's dive right in. Hello everybody. Um, this episode is a very very special one for me because um, I've been wanting to do it for um, quite a while now. In February this year, I contacted Sadhguru and his Isha Foundation with um, the idea to have Sadhguru as a guest on my podcast. And I mean, it was a very long shot, to be honest with you. And whenever um, you know Sadhguru or not, I'm going to tell you about him now. Sadhguru is a yogi, a mystic, um, one of the most... Um, inspiring spiritual leaders really of our time now. He's been named one of India's most influential people. He's a multiple best-selling author and he's inspiring millions of people worldwide with, with his programs, with his even just YouTube content um, only and Instagram. So definitely have a look there if you haven't. So that is a very short intro. And um, shortly after I contacted Sadhguru and his foundation, I learned that he was coming to Vienna, where I am based, with um, the Safe Soul movement, where he's currently raising awareness for the depletion of the world's soils and the need to do something about it and i was very excited and i was very very lucky to end up at this event as press with my podcast and to have a very short conversation with him afterwards so i'm sharing snippets of this conversation with you and just really the thing is i've wanted to do this episode in any case whether i have this interview or not because i think there is a very inspiring story to share here about just where he's coming from with what he's doing and what he's changing in this world. And um, I hope you enjoy it. So let's dive right in. Uh, first of all, probably you're wondering what does a guru have to do with the fashion industry? So I want to tell you what is the link there. 
Second of all, let's talk about the safe soil movement and why was he here in Vienna? What is he doing with this movement? Why is he raising awareness for soil? And third of all and last, um, I want to share with you the snippets of the press room where we were lucky to chat with him after the event and to encourage you to check out more about the topics that we're talking about here. So first things first, what does Sadhguru have to do with the fashion industry and how is he involved and why is he involved? There is a line that I've often heard him say because I've been following his content for probably more than five years now and there's a lot. Um, so yeah, he likes to say that he has taken care of his himself, his internal processes. And so now what he does is he does what is necessary. So what this means is acting out of not for fun or whatever, you know, but actually really seeing the big picture of what the world needs, we as humanity need, and then doing that and raising awareness for that, for example, but also acting on that. So in 2019, um, March, at New York Fashion Week, Sadhguru and the Isha Foundation hosted an event called Fashion for Peace. And the goal of this was to raise awareness for the um, environmental impact of the fashion industry on our planet, on people, about the impact of polyfibers on our food chain, on our souls and all of that, but also about weaves and the fact that we are losing the traditional weaves with which clothing used to be made um, tens and hundreds of years ago. As part of the campaign, Sadhguru collaborated with a bunch of designers, among which Mara Hoffman, Norma Kamali, Sabia Sashi from India, to create unique uh, clothing pieces which showed the beauty of traditional Indian weaves and how they can be preserved and used in a modern and in a beautiful way. But he also raised awareness about the livelihood and the well-being which turning to natural fibers um, can create for people um, all over the world and in the places, especially India, but also US, where people rely on farming for their livelihood. Because the thing is, these weaves have been developing over thousands um, of years and people have been learning to do beautiful things with their hands and now they're disappearing in the course of 50 to 100 to 150 years. India has been historically the largest producer of textile in the world and in the last 60 years textile production has dropped by 98 percent and the value of it has dropped by 6300 percent and 
thanks to this development, uh, many, most of those people who were involved in this uh, process moved to agriculture to simply look for their livelihood. But the thing is, farmers, not only in India, but also in the US, in Australia, are suffering because of bad government policies, because of corruption. Um, they are, according to the CDC, the most likely occupation in the world to commit suicide. So there have been more than 300,000 suicides amongst farmers in the last 10 years. And so what we need is government policies all over the world that support farmers because otherwise we're just simply moving more and more into synthetic farmers which is uh, synthetic fibers which is bad for our skin is bad for our health microplastic by washing them goes into our food chain into our waters into our rivers into our soil and uh, Right now, more than 50% of fiber in the world is polyester, more than 60% of fibers are synthetic fibers. And what we need is simply moving away from that and moving more into natural fibers and especially into bio natural fibers like cotton, like linen, like hemp. And another point that Sadhguru is making in this campaign, Fashion for Peace, is dressing children, especially in natural fibers. And now there are studies coming out about the benefits for their neurological development, for their learning abilities, when children are simply wearing natural fiber as opposed to wearing plastic on our skin, because those plastic fibers, they're also processed with so many chemicals and I mean skin is really the biggest organ in our body and it absorbs directly everything that we put on it whether we realize it or not and so I think this is definitely one big um, thing that we can push for and that we can at least simply be aware of the importance of natural fabrics and wearing natural fabrics. There's an interview of business fashion founder Imran Ahmed with Sadhguru from New York Fashion Week in that um, 2019 um, campaign. So I'm gonna leave it to you in the show notes in case you want to check it out and hear more about this. And there we come to the second topic I want to talk to you about. And this is the reason why Sadhguru was in Vienna this time and why he's currently visiting 36 countries, I think, with his motorcycle over the course of 100 days to talk about and raise awareness about the health of our soils in the world and actually about the degradation of our soils that is currently happening. According to scientists, in the last 100 years we have lost 52% of our agricultural soils. And I think we just fail to think about and to realize what soil actually means, what it 
is and that it is in fact a living organism. Jane Goodall, who is one of the many um, thought leaders supporting the movement, says in one teaspoon of soil there are probably more living organisms than all humans living on Earth. And the thing is, it seems like in the whole talk about climate change we've somehow kept soil out of the conversation when in fact it is so crucial and there are many threats associated with losing the world's soils and degrading them in this way. For example, water scarcity. Depleted soils simply cannot absorb and regulate flows of water. Um, which can lead to a big food crisis. Um, it is estimated that if we go with the same ratio that we're going right now in 20 years, we're going to produce 40% less food while our world population is increasing. And there is another thing to mind, and that is that carbon is stored in soil. And that is three times more than it is stored in living plants, for example, and two times more than what is stored in the atmosphere, which means that depletion of soil and the degradation of soil can lead to a big release of carbon in our atmosphere, leading to even more severe levels of climate change. Cotton is actually one of the most chemical heavy crops in the world around 24 percent of the world's insecticides are used for cotton production which is one of the main fabrics used in the fashion industry after polyester and i've known for a while that organic cotton takes 95 percent less water to produce, but to be honest, I've often been asked why and how so it happens, and I was not really able to articulate the exact reason. And it is actually only now that I understand soil better that I am able to understand also how this works and that organic soil and fertile soil simply holds more water. And this is why um, depleted soil, on the other hand, you need to water it over and over again all the time because the water just falls through and um, is not retained and life is not retained in, in the soil. So yeah, definitely more connection there between our soils and our clothes than it might look like on the first here and now that we are already talking about things being connected let's just just jump right into the last part the snippets i want to share with you from our short conversation with Sadhguru. and the first one is simply about the definition of yoga meaning union and about this separation in our heads that we are creating ourselves and that leads to most of the problems that we then manifest in the world. But the very care that you breathe is, in, is union with everything. So the union already is there. But most human beings have separated themselves in their psychological sphere. 
your individuality or your individualness or your separateness from the creation is only in your head, isn't it? This is what I was saying, it's just that your schools, your education system, your society never taught you how to use your head in such a way that it works for you and everybody. It's always about separation, it's always about you versus something else. Actually, you versus the universe, that's a bad competition to get into. And once you get into the competition, you're bound to be miserable. This is what consciousness or yoga means. Yoga means in union. If you sit here, if you experience yourself one with everything, not intellectually, not emotionally. Life seen the five fingers of your hand. Some time ago was food, some time ago was soil, isn't it? But today in your experience, it's hundred percent you. If you experience life like this, everything around you, let's say in this room that everything and everybody is there, if you experience them as a part of yourself, as you experience your five fingers, after that I don't have to teach you any morality. You don't have to be, I don't have to tell you don't kill this guy, don't hurt that woman, don't rob this guy. I don't have to tell you all this. Anything that you experience is a part of yourself. With that you have no so this is what yoga means. But unfortunately in the West, it's become like you must look like a leftover model to be in yoga. This next one is about accumulations and maybe it serves as an inspiration for what would we do if we did not have to compare ourselves to anybody else. It doesn't matter what you accumulate. When you talk about taking and giving, you're talking about accumulations, isn't it? Accumulations will not enhance your life, any kind. Whether it's body or information or knowledge, it doesn't enhance your life per se. It enhances you in relationship with somebody else. You know something more than the person sitting next to you. You feel, hmm, you know, I'm a knowledgeable person, this one is no good. You're wearing better clothes than that person. You say, oh, I'm enhanced, this guy is no good. You may have more money than that person and you think you're enhanced. These are all social things. It's very important people look at it this way. If you're the only person on this planet, what would matter to you? If you just look at that, you will find a way. Right now, among people, all the time you think you want better shoes, you want better clothes, you want better home, better, better, better everything. Better than whom? Somebody that you know, isn't it? If you are the only person on this planet, let's say you were sitting on this planet all by yourself, nobody here, what would really matter? If you pursue that, you will be fine actually. <laughs> And there we go into this last one where Sadhguru completely debunked uh, my idea of what my podcast is actually about because, well, I've always thought of mindfulness and sustainable fashion being inherently connected with each other, uh, but there's Sadhguru's take on it. And there was this one wonderful woman, and she um, 
wrote the book, and we were talking about her book, and uh, I said to her, well, what you wrote in your book looks, sounds almost spiritual, and she said, there's nothing spiritual about my book. But the book is about sustainability and how to, you know, uh, live a more mindful um, life with regards to our clothing. So I'm wondering what would you say is there inspired action without spirituality? And is there spirituality without inspired action? Because you're a great example of this thing, so for example. See, uh, to, to give a fundamental definition, what is spiritual? If your experience of life touches a dimension which is beyond physical nature, that is spiritual. Spiritual does not mean looking up or looking down or whatever. If there is a spirit it must be in you, isn't it? So instead of looking inward, everybody's looking upward. So turning inward is spiritual process. Can clothing be spiritual? No, you can wear any kind of rag and still be spiritual because it is something that you do within yourself. What you do outside is aesthetic. Is it aesthetically it is sensitive or not? Is it sensitive to life around you or not? All right? Is it sensitive to the people who are looking at you or not? All these issues are there, it's essentially aesthetic. And being a little aware about our clothing, what kind of effect it has on our body and what kind of effect it has on environment. To be aware of that is not necessarily spirituality. This any intelligent human being can do. You know, reasonably intelligent human being will naturally function that way, isn't it? But spiritual process need not be mixed up with this. Because spiritual means your experience of life. Not that it is completely transcended, but at least it has touched here and there aspects which are not physical in nature. Once you know that there is something beyond your physicality, then naturally your intensity will increase in that direction. Right now, for most people, they have no clue whether beyond this body is there anything or not. But uh, it is true that you exist, isn't it? It's true that you exist. So right now you're looking at me, you have thoughts, you have emotions, you're listening. All these activities you're calling as me. But if you just close your eyes and sit here without doing anything, still you exist, isn't it? Hello? So your existence is there. Only problem is you do not know the nature of your existence. You're sure about your existence, there's no doubt about it. What is the nature of your existence is the question mark. If you realize what is the nature of your existence, that is spiritual process. Does it have something to do with activity? If such a thing happens to you, naturally your activity will be far more conscious and clear. There will be much more clarity in everything that you do. But people can also look at things clearly without spirituality and act sensibly in the world. But that sense will be limited to only one aspect. It will not be with everything. That's an acquired sense. You read about what damage clothing is causing. Textiles is one of the biggest damages in environment. So if you read that one article or one book or something, then you can change the way you wear your clothes. You can change the way you eat. 
this is not spirituality, this is just a little bit of awareness, social awareness, if you can say. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, I think you can hear the trembling in my voice. Uh, so I'm just gonna leave this here. Nothing much more to add here to this episode other than two other snippets of the event it itself that I was able to record and two blessings that I absolutely loved. Why your dreams should not happen and why you should die as a failure. 70, 80, 90, 100 years of life, for what potential a human being has come with, it's too little, too little. So, people ask me, Shatru, my dream should come true, will you bless me? My blessing is, may your dreams not come true. <laughs> because may something that you could not dream of happen to you. For the brains that you have, for the intelligence that you have, for the consciousness that you're capable of, these hundred years if you live is not enough. You must die as a failure because your vision is so big. It should not be completed in such a brief amount of time. Is it okay, two blessings for you? Yes. <laughs> Thank you for joining me for this Sadhguru episode of the Sustainability Issue Podcast. As I've said at the beginning, I would have done this episode whether there was an interview or not. And uh, in the meantime, I was blessed to meet Sadhguru in person, which was wonderful. And um, I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did making it. Let me know what you think. You find me at I am Desi Gyorgieva on Instagram. And as usual, please follow the podcast on Spotify, leave a review on Apple Podcast, and let me know what you want to hear next.